Welcome back again to More Than Football here at the Triple M Studios. I am joined by an AUFC legend today. He doesn't want to be called a legend. He wants to be called an expert. But 125 games for us, eight goals as a defender. Plus he spent some time with the Western Sydney Wanderers. We won't talk about that. Played in Asia, but I'm here with media's Robbie Cornthwaite. Welcome. Thank you very much, mate. Very kind, very nice introduction. I might have to come on here a little bit more often. Yeah, I, I rehearsed that one because, you know, big name, big name, got to get it right. Just just be yourself, mate. Relax. Yeah. Don't be I nervous. Am. Yeah, no, I don't, but you know, it's it's Robert Cornthwaite. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding, but um, but yeah, you know, I, I say media's Robbie Cornthwaite with, you know, my tongue, tongue in cheek. Yep. But um, you're getting around at the moment, and it's it's quite good. You're doing well. No, I appreciate that. I mean, um, when you finish one career and you move into another, if people start knowing you as media's Robbie Cornway, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's quite nice. But yeah, I mean, uh, I spent some time overseas doing a bit of television, um, Fox Sports Asia mm-hmm. and um, Astro Super Sport in Malaysia. I sort of cut my teeth there, away from Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm back, and and people have received me very well. I've been, I know, I've been getting um, some some friendly sort of comments, some good feedback, which is nice. But um, it's like a footballer, um, you know, you're yeah. only as good as your last game. So I know, um, <laughs> you know, you can't get ahead of yourself. And I've got a lot of improving to do, um, a lot of different areas that I want to try to tap into. So um, yeah, I'm I'm happy with where I'm at, but um, yeah, it's not the finished product. Well, you've started well because, um, and we, I'll ask you about um, you know TV in Asia, but. Um, from the the feedback I've seen, it's been pretty positive, and yeah. it's nice to have someone that's. And I've got to frame this yeah. <laughs> uh, neutral in a, in a neutral manner, but um, it's nice to have someone that uh, can be complimentary, but mm. still maintain a neutrality when commentating on our games. Yeah. So on behalf of all fans, yeah. thank you for that. Oh no, much appreciated. I mean, you can't please everyone, of course, but um yeah, finding that balance is is important because, you know, as an ex player, there was times when you were playing where in the dressing room you'd mm. you'd give someone a bake and you know, you see things that happen on the field in a game when you're commentating and you yeah. think, Oh, you know, if I was a teammate I wouldn't be happy with that. But you can't really go to town on people too often mm. um, I think I'm pretty balanced and pretty fair I'm, you know even players that I'm quite friendly with if they do something wrong I'll, I'll, I'll say it yeah. um, and most importantly like I just be myself because if you're not yourself and people don't like you then you're going to wish well I should have just said what I wanted to say instead so yeah, yeah I'll just do what say what I think and um, so far so good yeah yeah I think it's it's authentic and authenticity mm-hmm. right like I think that's that's one of the biggest and the key things I think that people are looking for from people in entertainment or you know on TV 100%. Or, in radio or whatever yeah 100 percent. I think um, you know in this day and age with everything that goes on especially you know social media some of the TV shows that mm-hmm. are out there at the moment um, you know People aren't sure what's fake and what's real. So I just, like I say, I just try to say it how it is or I give my honest opinion. Um, And like I said, you're not going to please everyone, but, uh, you know, that's all you can do, I suppose. Do you you get any uh, text messages from some of the players that you did play with or you do know quite well? Like, oh, come on, man, why'd you say that? I have, but I I, (laughs) I actually can't really remember them, to be honest. Um, There was one or two where, you know, maybe I've said something about, you know, oh, I shouldn't have done that or, or that's, you know, yeah. poor and and whatever and they say oh you know but at the same time like yeah i i try to say it in a way of what they should do yeah. um or what they should have done not what i would have done because yeah. i might have done what they done yeah. you know i might have <laughs> made the exact same mistake they did but yeah. Yeah. you know um and and also you know i think i haven't coached the game yeah. so you know for me to give coaching instructions can be um 
not difficult because I, it's again it's my opinion but um you know I don't have a coaching background so I yeah. do tread lightly in that area yeah did you think about going into coaching or was it always you know media for you no I was never always media and it would it, I never really thought I'd be a coach to be honest yeah. um I still like to do my coaching badges purely just to see the game a bit differently mm-hmm. um you know to analyze things a little bit more but yeah. um yeah, my whole career has just been about timing as a player, moving clubs at the right time. And right when I retired was basically an opportunity to do television in Malaysia. And it's just been, I just think I've made a lot of good decisions at the right time um, throughout my career and sort of led me to where I am. Yeah. Tell me about that, you know, in, in Malaysia and, and how did that whole thing come about? So you, you finish playing and, you know, um, you find yourself on on TV in Malaysia, did you have to learn the language? Like how, how much of a challenge was that? Yeah, I mean, football in Malaysia is like huge, especially the English Premier League. Um, yeah. I mean, all the games, the early game kicks off at like 7 p.m. So yeah, on a weekend, right. so it's like perfect timing for, for everyone to watch. But basically, I was playing for a team called Perak. Um, I was struggling a bit with injury and I just wasn't enjoying my football anymore. Um, and they kind of wanted to move me on. So I was you know, basically saying, oh, no, I want to stay, whatever. We negotiated um, my release, and then immediately after that, I retired. But mm-hmm. um, pretty much at that exact moment, the World Cup was on, mm-hmm. and Astro Supersport, which is basically your Fox Sports of Asia, um, yeah. sorry, of Malaysia, um, they're an English-speaking channel, so everything's in English. Mm-hmm. Um, they have English pundits come over. I work with Danny Mills, Stan Collymore, Saha, um, oh. Gilberto Silva, all these massive, massive names. Yeah. Um and they basically said, oh, would you like to be a, a pundit for the Australia games? And if I was playing, I wouldn't have been able to do that. So yeah. I thought, you know what? I've had enough. I want to retire anyway. So this is perfect timing. Yeah. Um, ended up retiring. and did a few games. They liked what I did. Um, and then off the back of that, the Premier League season was starting. Mm-hmm. And they had a rule that you couldn't be a pundit for the Premier League unless you'd played in the Premier League. Yeah, right. Obviously, I haven't okay. played in the English Premier League. So they said, listen, we think you're comfortable in front of the camera. Do you want to try some hosting? Um, and I was a bit daunted by that, thinking, well, I haven't even done any hosting. I've only just started doing some punditry. But I thought, you know, I'd just jump in the deep end and give it a go. And, yeah, it worked out okay. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd say so. It's worked out okay. <laughs> so how did how did it um, come to – how did you come to be in the position here? Was it uh, through Fox Sports Malaysia that Fox Sports here? Or did you just return to Adelaide in the meantime? Well, every time I came back to Adelaide um, for a holiday or when I was living in Sydney, I went on Bill and Boz uh, a couple of times and – um, you know, it's funny. I don't want to give away my secret, but <laughs> the best way to get on this kind of thing is just to ask. Yeah, right. You know, like I, I have contacts there and just basically say, hey, if you ever need anyone, um, if there's any opportunities, please let me know. Like I'm willing to do whatever kind of thing. Yeah. So just slowly it, ca- it came along like that and, and they were always happy. So whenever I came back on holiday, I'd I'd text the guys at Fox Sports, say, hi, I'm in Adelaide. Adelaide's playing Wanderers. If you need someone, let me know. Yeah. Um, and more often than not, they were like, oh, it'd be great to have Robbie along with everyone else that's there mm-hmm. and just kind of led from there in in Malaysia I went to Singapore covered the Asian Cup for Fox Sports Asia mm-hmm. um, but there's really no connection between the two okay. um, I just basically kept people up to date with what I was up to yep. um, and this has all happened quite quickly because when I got back to Australia it's it was basically like you know there's some FFA Cup games in Adelaide uh, you know Robbie's there let's let's see how he goes yeah and then just off the back of that, yeah, just um, okay. basically lined up everything that's on high much now. Yeah, right. Well, there you go. Yeah. And, um, so we do. I do want to talk to you a little bit about football, obviously, yeah. uh, and your career. So um, I remember when you first uh, broke into the team, but because uh, you know I was a I was a fan on the in the stands as well at that point, and just a, a member as well. But what I didn't know about you is that you were actually born in Blackburn. 
Yeah, England. I was born in England. Yeah, yeah. so I'm a big uh, Blackburn Rovers fan. I was going to ask that. So yeah, yeah, big yeah Rovers so fan. Rovers fan. My dad, Blackburn through and through as well. My mum's actually Welsh. Um, so, yeah, always followed Blackburn growing up as a kid. I uh, actually yeah. supported England growing up as well. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, obviously got my opportunity to go to United when I was about 18, I think it was. I trained with the team for eight months. Yeah, right. uh, really? John Cosmina when, when the A-League was just starting. Yep. Um, I wasn't getting paid. Um, okay. Quit my job. My dad basically said, "I'll support you until we find out, you know, what's going on." Wow. And then, yeah, got a chance. And it took me a couple of years, probably, to sort of get myself into the first eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, once I did, it was it had a good couple of seasons. Yeah, it would, I think um, Bruce mentioned that he had a, a similar experience. He was coming from Sydney, and he was in the team as an injury replacement. Yeah. And then, then he was gone. Then he came back and was training, and yep. wasn't sure what was happening. And then, you know, he got his chance and. And that was it. Yeah. So um, you're obviously based here. Yeah, I think, but, like I said about the timing, like yeah. I was the perfect age. The A-League was just starting. You had to have three players under the age of 20. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knew what was going on, so they just picked three local kids. They picked right. me, Tony Hatzis, and Michael Matriciani, where nowadays they go and get the best three under 20s in Australia. Yeah. So if that was the case, I probably wouldn't have got picked, you know? So yeah. again, it was just everything seemed to... A lot of my career, things just fell into place yeah, at the yeah. right time, and only had a one-year deal, got to the end of the year, got another one-year deal, got another one-year deal. So it, was, it, was, um, it wasn't easy at the start. Yep. Um, obviously, you're never sure what's going on. And mm. then, yeah, things worked out okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I recall when you first broke in, you were playing it right back? Yeah, it was yep. right back for a while. Yeah. Um, okay. I had a decent sort of engine, like I could run a bit. Yeah. But, you know, well, I definitely wasn't a right back. <laughs> but, you know, you see the more experienced players – usually playing in the center of defense. So yeah. that's where I basically got my opportunity and, you know, that's where I, yeah, you know, that's where I ended up. I think it was Michael Valkanis and Anish Costanza. They basically had the center Yeah, and there was point. even um, even Christian Rees was yeah, there. Course, he, yeah. he was ahead of me. Um, and, yeah, over the years there was a couple more. Sasha obviously came and yep. I played a bit with Sash. But, yeah, early doors I was a right back behind Richie Allegic. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually in the Asian Champions League run where we went to the final yep. for nearly the whole group stage, I played as a right back. Um, yeah, right. so yeah, it wasn't that was always the campaign as... you kept scoring. Yeah, I scored a few. Yeah. 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 We're so... going to get to that as well, but like, <laughs> I, I really thought you were playing in the center at that point. No, well, I think I, uh, to be honest, I've said this on a number of occasions, my, the memory for my own career is yeah. t- t- terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't remember the games I've scored in. I yeah. don't remember what year and all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> You probably know more than me, to be honest. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I do. I remember. I do remember that run. But that's that's actually interesting, and it's going to get me off 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 this uh, off track here because just take me inside that mindset because you're probably as an athlete, you're always thinking about the next game, and it's always one game at a time, and you know what I mean. There's that whole mantra. Um, so, do you really get a chance to actually stop and kind of take much in? It doesn't sound like you do. Ah, uh, not really, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I like you say, I probably not. Yeah. There was, when I went to South Korea, I can even remember now, and there was times where I was like on the bus going to like away games and, you know, I'd look around and be in a foreign country, all yeah. Korean players, and I'd be just be looking out the window at this, you know, crazy city or farmland or whatever. Yeah. And a few times I thought, just remember where you are, like, wow, this is pretty crazy. Yeah. But in those days, no, nah, I probably never stopped to yeah. to sort of look around and realize where I was. Yeah, because games are coming thick and fast. You're at training. Yeah. You're like, you know, we've got to win this. You know, it just, yeah, I mean, it's a... And, and also, sorry, the when you're that age, um, like football's absolutely everything mm-hmm. to you. 
and for me, when you get old and you ha- get married, you have kids and all that, you know, so much more going on. Yeah. But at that age, everything you do is like focused for the game. You know, yeah. like you go to train, you come home, you do this. I wouldn't speak to anyone on match day and right. and all that kind of stuff. So it does evolve. And I think then I probably just, you know, I was like, okay, what's next? I'll go training yeah. tomorrow. Like, you know, so yeah. That's just the way it is for me. I don't remember all that much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's yeah. It's crazy. I mean, you know, and I said this to Bruce. I'm an amateur footballer, right? <laughs> and I have been my whole time. But you obviously have a lot more other things to you know to think about. Yeah. But um, you know, it's not training 24 seven or anything like no. that. But I, I sort of remember, uh, probably to to my detriment and to my own teammates' annoyance. I yeah. remember a lot of the goals that I scored. <laughs> Happy to remind them about it. You yeah. know. Well, so there's probably not that many. That's why it's easy to remember. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, they are going to get a kick out of that. Because <laughs> I've actually scored a few, but I don't want to talk no. myself up here. Well, it's like Glenn McGrath. He yeah. can remember every test wicket he took. If you yeah. say test wicket number 300, he can say, oh, you know, it was Tendulkar yeah, over yeah. the wicket. Yeah. It's like, geez, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Again, I don't want to talk myself up because I'm a nobody here, but I've scored plenty of goals in the yeah. uh, amateur league He's here getting in South his Australia. Phone out. He's getting his yeah. phone out. He's going to show me well, his clips. I was, I was going to say at the end, but I might just, you know, I'm part of a 30, over 35s team. You're not I know that you're old, th- are you? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, 38. I'm trying to suck up to you now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. But I know that you're you're 34. Yeah. So, you know, if you ever want a game in over 35, <laughs> just give me a call. You have my number. Did, you saw me in goals the other week, did you? you <laughs> I saw did. Me yeah. goalkeeper. And I was going to ask you about that. Like, how, <laughs> how did you end up? As goalkeeper in our legend team, oh well, they asked me to play, and like to be honest, I can't move. Like my, <laughs> really? my like, there's a few different um, body types out there, and there's mm-hmm. a few bigger boys than me that yeah. that uh, you know put the weight on a little bit. But yeah, right. yeah my body's shot to pieces, so I can't even get really into a run. I was after 20 minutes of goalkeeper, yeah, kicking the like the ball. I was like. I was genuinely like, I might have to come off here. <laughs> um, so when they asked me to play, I said no. And they said, oh, you can have an off-field role. You right. can, like, I don't know, sit next to the video or something. So yeah. I said, all right, no worries. And then about a week before, Trav just emailed me and just said, oh, you're goalkeeper because we don't have a goalkeeper. And I just thought, <laughs> oh, you know what, why not? Yeah. But I actually really, really enjoyed it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It made me think, oh, maybe I could play, like, you know, over 35s or amateurs and, and just be a keeper. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you held your own. You did pretty well. Yeah, and I was happy, to be honest. I was like, the one thing that surprised me is how big the goals are. There was a couple of times where I thought, oh, it's going wide, and then yeah. I like, hit the crossbar, and I was yeah. like, oh, what? I thought yeah. that was nowhere near. Yeah, there were a couple of close calls like yeah, that. Yeah, there was. So. You, you had it covered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that does it for part one with Robbie Cornthwaite. So stay tuned to the Triple M app for part two when we talk about his time in Korea and the move to China that didn't happen.